Xbox fans are debating whether Microsoft should keep its commitment to launching every game on Series X and the lower-powered Series S simultaneously. A relatable situation for anyone whose mom forced them to bring their little brother along to Stacy's party even though it was so embarrassing! I'm Riley Murdoch, this is GameLinked, and this is a Larian Studios dev saying that getting Baldur's Gate 3 split-screen working on Series S is a huge technical hurdle, but Microsoft won't let them launch the game on only one Xbox. And especially not Xbox One. Meanwhile, the PS5 doesn't have the same issue, and Baldur's Gate 3 is launching on that console September 6th leaving Xbox fans divided over whether they want to only be as fast as the slowest person in the caravan when there's kobolds in them hills. Whew. It's enough to make an Xboxist want to trade in for a PS5 at GameStop, which is a real thing you can do. The difficulty of optimizing games for multiple consoles was highlighted earlier this week as well when Xbox apologized for a tweet seemingly teasing the release of Final Fantasy VII Remake on Xbox, and Final Fantasy XVI producer Naoki Yoshida said he wished there was only one gaming platform. A confusing statement for anyone who knows there is only one true gaming platform. The T-Mobile sidekick. Embrace tradition, play Snake. <laughs> Speaking of Xbox, they're introducing an enforcement strike system to entice gamers to only use magic words like please and thank you instead of dark magic words, like various slurs. Do mom jokes get you a strike? We need to know, let us know Microsoft. Can your mom call me back please? <laughs> In a handy infographic, Xbox shows that the policy is based on an eight strike system, interesting, probably because Phil Spencer didn't play a lot of baseball growing up. Ah. <laughs> Different actions will earn you a different number of strikes. For example, cheating will earn you one strike, while hate speech will get you three, AKA the any percentage Xbox suspension speedrun strat. Three second record. <laughs> As an explanation for the system, Xbox Player Services Corporate Vice President Dave McCarthy, that's a title, explained, we didn't have a way to show our players what their standing was in our community, and this makes it completely clear. You get eight strikes and you're out, just like Blazeball. In addition, each strike level suspends players for longer periods of time, up to even a year if you collect all eight. And you can use that time to reflect on if it was truly necessary to curse out some 10-year-old calling themselves HD Bong Snipes XXX. I was justified. He didn't revive me. <laughs> Rockstar has hired CFX.re, the modding team behind the biggest roleplay servers for GTA V and Red Dead Redemption 2, abruptly changing course after banning the same developers from said games back in 2015, proving once and for all that people and corporations can change. Therefore, corporations are people. Because Rockstar did not want players running mods for online play, CFX.re set up dedicated servers for the mods, called 5M for GTA V and Red M for RDR2, that had up to 250,000 players by April 2021. But now, I mean, it looks like players will be able to enjoy pretending to be a crooked lawyer or a gossipy cab driver on official Rockstar servers. But if that feels too straight and narrow for you, you can roleplay with the Sentient Streets mod for GTA V, which features 30 AI-powered NPCs with voices provided by Eleven Labs as you play through a story mission about a deadly cult that worships AI. Wow. Good luck not breaking character on that one. Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by Dbrand and their replacement PS5 side panels, the Dark Plates 2.0. Man, those guys are so badass. Their mesh filtered vents promote airflow for improved thermal performance, and their sleek contoured shape ditches the popped collar look of stock side panels. 
Thank goodness. The Dark Plates 2.0 are available in seven colors and can be further customized with middle skins. Sounds like a cult thing. Visit mybossesveryshort.com and enter the code GAMELINKED to get 10% off your entire purchase. Okay, these are the quick bits, but I wanna call them b****. Can I call them b****? Is that okay? I think it's okay. The Pokemon Company's COO has hinted that the company may be reconsidering whether releasing a game every year, whether or not it looks like a launch title for the Sega Dreamcast, is a good idea. Developer Game Freak has been releasing a major update to the series once a year, every year, since 2015, which is impressive, but Pokemon Scarlet and Violet were notoriously infested with post-release bugs. And I'm talking save file corruptions and NPCs' heads spinning like they've been demonically possessed. Not Caterpie and Weedle. Oh, they're bugs. Yeah, they're bugs. I just got that. <laughs> Riley! I'm like, but... <laughs> They're different, those aren't the same bug. <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3, the game everyone won't shut up about, including us apparently, is being celebrated for its vast freedom of choice. But I'm a busy little boy. I don't have time for grand scale RPG storytelling. Jacob wrote that, but it's very true. Or at least I assume that's what two speedrunners, Professor Palmer and May said before they both completed the game in under 11 minutes. They used the oldest trick in the book though, exploding a man with a magical bomb in his chest to prematurely end the game. I believe the strat is called The Oppenheimer. Ubisoft, the studio that has been developing a pirate game for almost 10 years, decided they could afford to release Assassin's Creed Mirage a bit earlier than intended. After delaying Skull and Bones far beyond its initial 2018 release date, Ubisoft seems to be attempting to balance the scales by reverse delaying their flagship Assassin's Creed game to a full week early. Because if there's one thing Ubisoft is proven to excel at, it's time management. It's like when you sleep four hours on one night and 16 hours on the next, evens out. There are a number of exciting game releases this week. Sea of Stars, Gree, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Firewatch are all coming to Xbox Game Pass, which is great news for fans of adventure, depression, murder, and pretending to go outside respectively. There are new old games coming out, like a remaster of Quake 2, as well as old new games like Turbo Overkill, a self-described boomer shooter where you can replace your leg with a chainsaw. I already have. <laughs> There's also a teaser trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin, which will be a perfect miserable chaser for anyone who came out of this year's Mutant Mayhem movie feeling a little too happy. And Acid Wizard Studios, creators of cult hit horror game Darkwood, has released a new turn-based strategy game, Soccer Kids in Alpha. The studio then immediately announced that it was going on hiatus, saying that they might return in five to 10 years when we get our together. And the game looks cool, I guess. It's got PvP and RPG elements. It's just that it's like if your wife handed you a baby out of the blue, then demanded a divorce. Congratulations, get out of my house. <laughs> I'm done. I'm still paying child support for my surprise baby, <laughs> Jacob. So help a guy out by coming back on Thursday for more gaming news. I named him Monk. After the Emmy award-winning series starring Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> so.